friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. Phantom, that's all right. Inside all white. Let's all day you ride a sled. Don't add you want that head. My brilliant man. Hey guys, welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a podcast where we are not therapists and we sit down each and every week to talk life, love, and everything in between. And I am sitting here with my co-host Trevor Powers. Is that what I am? I'm the co-host. Well, what what else is it? I don't know. The host? Where? Yeah. Would you call me? Yeah. Wouldn't you call me co-host? I wouldn't say vice host. I'd say we're both hosts. All right. Well, I guess I misunderstood the meaning of co. Co Host and co-host. I don't know. Seems like is a it, weird hierarchy of power that I'm not about. Well, guys, I'm here with my co-host, Trevor Powers. No! <laughs> and we answer your guys' questions each and every week. This week we had on Luis Armona, otherwise sweet, known as sweet, sweet Lou. Louis Armona in our friend group. And yeah, we he was in town for a couple of uh, hours and we decided to sit down and do an episode with just him. We had him and his brother on at one point over Christmas break. Yeah, when we were both in Huntington Beach. Yeah, so this is a, a Bay Area centric episode he lives down in palo alto so he came up to spend the couple of hours with the boys oh and it was lovely yeah alex gemetti's 20th birthday shouts out to alex gemetti oh shouts out to that boy gemetti spaghetti buddy the young buck the uh apple pie king got him an apple pie took him to tommy's joint (laughs) there's no vegetarian options there for lewis like at all he had to get a swiss cheese sandwich i was like i couldn't Imagine a sandwich and how much did he with like spend s- on that too, <laughs> like, like five bucks, not that oh, bad. Okay. But like, all the cheeses to make a sandwich out of Swiss. What? That's the perfect cheese. Uh, that's the perfect cheese for a sandwich. No, I disagree. I think I'd rather eat like a. Give me, give me literally any other cheese. I will give you any. I, I'm, I'm asking you right now. Like a nice spread of goat. I do like a hot over Swiss uh, on a sandwich. Yeah, if it's just cheese, I want that herb. I want that stank. I want that. You know, yeah, put okay, a little wait, wait, balsamic wait. vinegar on there. A little bit of you know some fresh leaves, some tomato. Okay, okay. You have a point if it's just cheese. But what I'm taking away from all of this is it's ridiculous to just have a sandwich that's only cheese. I we can agree there. Let's let's <laughs> stop arguing on that front. <laughs> but yeah, Lewis had a uh, a great time. Alex Gemetti had a great time. We had a great time. Um, I vlogged about it, but you know, that's not out yet. I guess I'm going to just put out these two vlogs I made like over the past 2 weeks just all out on the same day. Just make it the same vlog. I just want to update everybody who's been listening to Two Broke for Therapy. You know, I've got a uh, I've had a hot take for a while and I've told Trevor this, but I think I've I've switched sides. Uh, this is kind of hard for me to tell, not just the audience, what, but you, you care about the vlog more. No, no, no. That's that's what I'm getting. No, what I've. It's you easy like to record vlog. a vlog. I've only made two episodes of the vlog. I've made 28 episodes now. This is the year anniversary. I've done this for a year. Tomorrow marks the first, the beginning of Two Broke for Therapy. This is when we're recording it on the 30th of March. This intro. We recorded the episode a couple days back, but tomorrow is actually the year anniversary. And I'm trying to learn my editing software, so it's a little bit more fun when it comes to just editing audio. But that's not what I'm going to tell. Oh, you know, okay. this is an important, serious thing that I'm it. about to say, you know. I think people are going to be taken aback by uh, what I'm about to say. I don't even think you're ready for it. Oh, so this is news to even me? Possibly. Wow. I just want to say, guys, you know, have switched over from flat water to sparkling water officially. Yes! <laughs> yes! 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 Yes. Give me the flavor. I want it. I want that lime. I want that peach. I want that sweet, you want sweet that drink. Peach, dude. You know, it's it's uh, 
It's great. It's like a Seven Up with no sugar. That's what I've been trying <laughs> to tell you, dude, for so long, Steven. I know a lot of people have, but you know, I thought it was some like real European scumbag shit. I, I'm an American, you know. I could get if I can get water out of a faucet, I'm happy. But now, if I don't get water out of a plastic no, bottle, if it ain't bubbly, dude. It's not I, shit, dude. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big fan. So on that bombshell, <laughs> let's get to this episode. All right, but we've been oh, doing now. Now <laughs> I can live happy. Yeah, we've been uh. Do they know that we have a... We kind of talk about it on the new episode, but guys, the biggest update and the reason why we haven't probably posted an episode in two weeks is because we've been grinding super hard on trying to find a new place to house us, the collective of... Yes. Sam. Me. And myself. And I. That makes us three. That makes us three. I We're so... <laughs> But we found a new house. Uh, we signed the lease. We signed a lease, yo. Um, Just say your, how, if your feelings on it. it. It's exciting shit. Um, I've been living with a... Since I've moved to San Francisco, either have been sharing a very small space with a retired 70-year-old crazy woman or sharing an even smaller space with one of my best friends, Sam. But either way... A small 25 It's been small and it's been not that comfortable. We have our own three-bedroom house for the three of us backyard. Oh, my God. 2.5 baths. Views. Yes. Views. 1950 60s decor. Yo. Wallpaper. Peach-colored walls. Possibly lead paint. Not sure. Who (laughs) cares? It's only harmful if you swallow it, baby. It's only harmful if you swallow it, and it protects us from nuclear blasts. That's what I'm saying. You never know what Rush is up to. Oh, but I'm also very excited. It's going to be great. Sad Boys Mansion, Casa de Duende. Casa de Duende. We're going to have maybe a Twitter poll on that one, but we're super excited, and we actually have to move in on the first, and as I said, we're recording this on the 30th. We found out a week ago. (laughs) Yeah. So moving and getting everything kind of situated has been hard, but... We still wanted to put out a podcast for you guys, so this is the episode with Lewis, like I said. We kind of dive into the house talk in the episode as well. Uh, I forgot, did we? Yeah, and like on some real shit and stuff like that. And as well, we uh, we talked to Lewis about just what's been going on in his life. You know, he has published a couple of papers recently, and I, well, not like published, but on his website, he put out a lot of uh, his economic research, and he wanted to share some stuff about the that. The boy's getting his PH dizzy. You know oh, he's ab- yeah, he's about to... Uh, I'm about to introduce him at my wedding as Dr. Lewis yes. Armada. <laughs> or Dr. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Yeah. Sweet Lou. Um, that's, come, that's the one. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be great, and we're looking forward to doing more episodes. I think when we're all housed together, it's gonna be super easy to pump out. Yeah, the once art. our lives are all settled, all we all have like a stable living situation. We have a place together. that people can come and record. Yeah, exactly, like a place f- ded- that we can have dedicated for recording the podcast, as opposed to. What we've been doing every week, which is just like kind of improving it. I'm sitting on the ground, guys. Yeah. I'm on a hardwood <laughs> yeah. floor. Literally sitting on a floor with a computer and an audio interface. Yeah, setting up an actual studio, having a place where we can like invite people to come out to, whether they want to take public transportation or you know maybe we say fuck it and Uber them out if it's a, a little bit more of a, a task. But yeah. it's still going to be a great place to kind of hone all the stuff that we've been doing uh, artistically whether it's you know the podcast us DJing Trevor's been focusing on trying to put out a new mix and Sam yeah, wants I to do yeah, mix. you know Sam and Trevor's living situation not having to share like a little studio will be yeah, a lot beneficial like, for them to create stuff it has been good for my like creative growth just having a space that where it's possible to do all that shit like in Sam's house but we just share it so much and it's like nobody wants to like 
hog the the, the closet, which is our studio here. Yeah. So it's like it never happens. The new place, will, it'll just be so much more like available. Yeah. You know? Two people could DJ at the same time, just back to back, as long as they got headphones. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a blast, and I'm really excited. And I think that, like I said, it will help us with the podcast kind of grow, um, and with whatever else we want to do. Sam's chain stitching, a lot of stuff like that. I think it will be a cool place to do some work and also soak up some sun out in Ingleside, baby. Can't wait to use that backyard to grill and chill. Yeah, I'm is it sunny in Ingleside? I don't think it is. Yeah, uh, it can be. It, okay. it, it gets beautiful. You know, you, you, you go to school out there, you get the nice days. You know? I go to school. When, when it's nice out, you want to go outside. That's the benefit of Ingleside. You know what I mean? The best part yeah, is we well, can toss disc at SF State, baby. Oh, <laughs> we can toss disc in the backyard. That's the thing. I want to fuck around. The backyard is not big enough for disc. Yeah, but I can fuck around and grow some basil. You know, we could practice okay. close <laughs> contact. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> we could <laughs> practice some close contact uh, disking with the fresh scent of basil. Like, I cannot wait. But, you know, we can't, like, do the dark arts or anything in the backyard. We can't, you know, inhale any vapors on the premises anything. but the, anything yep. about drinking i'm going to be drinking a chalada in that backyard sunbathing almost every day publicly yeah. catch me out catch, catch me in the backyard <laughs> i will s- never appropriate myself to that meme no and trevor on that note yeah let's say goodbye let's dip i got to go baby yeah you got to go to school i got i got to go buy a bun me all right guys i love you have a great time We'll have a special year anniversary episode, but this is just kind of an episode to uh, keep the waters warm. Two Bro for Therapy, Louis Armona. Look out for that year anniversary episode. It will be a special one, and it's going to be more of a family episode as well, kind of updating everybody, especially in the new crib. So I'm looking forward to it. Trevor, let's dive in, shall we? Let's do it, baby. Play that song. You don't know Scott? to excel people asking my name i'm saying what the hell is he freestyle is this freestyle hamilton it's h-a-m-i-t-i-o-n that's not how you even spell it <laughs> our country killing indians i'm trying to support them yeah your girl want my babies but I still supported him. I wish I could have been. I was gonna say a boredom, but, but that like, was. I, I was like in my head. I'm like, don't go there. Don't go. Um. Right. You don't like little kissing noises. No. It was more like the contact. Dude, that was the worst part of doing like open mics is just knowing what that mic has been through every time you pick it up. Yeah. One time I went up there and I held it with like a mic like and I was like smell bad, it. dude. They smell bad. It's all spit and I like held it with a napkin <laughs> like it was an ice cream cone. <laughs> and I was just like 
I, I think I got more laughs off that <laughs> one mic grab than I did that whole set. Mics are gross. I'm glad that we all have these new mics, though. We know the yeah, people that have touched these mics. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Open mic it's comics like regular, are never the yeah, best yeah, people it's, to... It's like to, regulated. Yeah, <laughs> there's, yeah. a, there's a vetting process. Yeah, for sure. Hey, guys. Welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a podcast where... We are not therapists. And we gather each and every week to talk life, love, not the Netflix show, and everything in between. And this week, we've got on a great guest. This isn't the year anniversary episode, but it will probably come out around the year anniversary. But we're sitting here with one of our great friends, someone who we've had on the podcast before. Yes. Louis Armona. Yes. Hi, guys. Hello, buddy. How wow. are you? I'm doing very well. Very well. Very just well. Just got done with school, so I'm having a little bit of a break. What Must do you mean by nice. just got done with school? I'm studying down at Stanford and Palo Alto and have a week break for spring break, so I'm just going to And then you have another quarter? For a little it's bit. Only a, your break's only a week in between quarters? Yeah, this time it is. Oh, okay. The one in, during the winter is a lot bigger. It's like two or three weeks. What is the red? Are you on the quarter system? That's correct. That's correct. So it's three, three a year. Three a year? in the summer. Yeah. How many classes would you say that you take a year? Uh, I would say I take nine. Nine. This year will be ten. You know he gets paid to go to school. Stanford yeah. University pays him. He <laughs> Holy shit! Can you, can, will you drop the number? No. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, he gets paid to become a doctor. Would you ever use that? You know my whole flight thing, right? Like I fly under the like alias doctor? of Doctor like Stephen. Go by Doctor Ramona. No. I don't really see that in my short term or medium term future. Because of you, I've got the perfect cover plan. Because you know, I fly under the alias Doctor Stephen <laughs> Wait, Baker. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am no, no, I no, like you're involved, 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 you're involved in a heist or something? No, I wish. Yeah. Damn every time, every time I'm on the plane, you know, I worry like. You know, if they look through the system, if someone's like having a baby or a heart attack and they're like, oh, what if there's a doctor on the plane? And then they get to me I, and they're I'm like, really sir, are you a doctor? And I go, I'm a doctor in economics. <laughs> 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 I cannot help with any medical problems. Add, add some humor to the, to the medical problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, make everything. That's you know, what he, he mellowed you know. out. You know, that's what I'm there I to guess, do. Yeah, I'm a doctor of comedy. Um, but for you, I mean, especially why wouldn't you go by doctor? I feel like that would be a. At least at my wedding, I will introduce you as Dr. Louis Armona. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. It feels a little pretentious. Is for what sure, I would say. That, that, being a doctor, you, you, know, you might as well. I don't you want, got paid for it. I, yeah, it's not about earning it. I think it's more just about the getting the the research career. Yeah. Is what the, that's why I'm doing it, you know? Is it like, <laughs> that's like, it's a title. It's a title, but you know, I don't need the title. I just want the degree. Like, you know, people who get college, graduate from college don't have a title yeah so i don't think doctors should either well i mean i agree. medical doctors it's kind of like different like it kind of because well, i feel like it implies different. when you hear it out like in the world it implies medical doctor right yeah. exactly so not a phd like, <laughs> yeah i feel like they can have that word and then that's like that's maybe, their word maybe people who have phd should stop calling themselves doctors, doctors that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. like maybe that's md but what, what would PhD? I've I mean, got, PhD uh, stands for like Phyllis Doctoris or something. That's like that's where it Latin? comes from. Uh, yeah, it is Latin, actually. Speak some Latin to me. I can't. You know, he took uh, Latin in high school. That's, that's pretty sick, actually. It is pretty sick. Br- uh, gr- oh, this is a classic one from Cambridge Latin text. Uh, Grumio Anquilum Delectavit. What the hell did you just it say? Means Grumio, who in the Cambridge series on Latin, the language, 
he's this reoccurring kind of shady character in like the little comic strips you read that are in Latin. Oh, <laughs> that's sick, dude. They're not like comic strips. <laughs> My you know, Japanese like, textbooks always some, had that too. Right, oh, yeah, so there's something there's like, like that. Her, her like, name was like, Mary, and she was like a, a and there's like it's like a student from America. Like yeah, a story yeah, yeah. You're Throughout all the textbooks, and so it's, it's and he's he's a little like on the frisky side, I would say. <laughs> and so <laughs> Grumio and Kilam Delictawa is like. Uh, Grumio pleases the slave girl. Oh. They, had sl- they had slaves back then. It was very, very Latin. They, yeah. they were very, and then very Roman. It actually means, yeah, so it means to please, but it's like the innuendo used in Latin text for pleasure. You know, like stimulus. Oh, st- stimulation. <laughs> Interesting. I, I, I love knowing somebody that can speak Latin. You must be really I, good I can't at, speak at break, Latin. That's well, like the one. Can you break down like a, a lot of like species of animals? Could you not show really. me some plants? There's like a couple words I know, but not many. Canine. Con- I think I don't know if it's. Con- you know, you know what, can, I think you know it's like coninus in in Latin. Fucking, why would I know? Because it's what it's called in a textbook, baby. It's con- not just called a woof con- woof. It's <laughs> how, many, how many dog textbooks are you reading? And too, how do I get on board, dude? Too many. I will send you the link Canina? on Amazon. It will Thank come you. every month. Canina? I don't... I, I kind of <laughs> No, you don't get to look it up. This will haunt you for the rest of the podcast. At the All end, right. I will tell you what I, it is. The grand reveal will occur at the end. Okay. So let's get into it. Guys, this is our podcast, Too Broke for Therapy. As you all know... We're we back s- on our bullshit. We're back yep. on our bullshit. We're trying yep. to be... Yep. Uh, we have had a lot of news. We'll kind of get into that on some real shit. Uh, we kind of talked about it as well in the intro, but for right now, we're sitting down with Lewis. We're going to do the usual show on some real shit, type five. Uh, we fun, also fun. have some questions. We got a lot of questions that have been backed up, and some of them I'm interested to ask Lewis for sure to get his opinion on. Oh, uh, I kind of showed to him some. Uh, okay. Yeah, I I'm going in pretty preview. fresh. I don't think I know these questions. Yeah, so. yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely – Yeah, we'll see what we got, baby. Uh, we've, got, we've got a fun one. We've got a heavy one, and we've got you know, got a little bit of everything. We're going gonna to be stretching the like, kind of uh, emotion. Oh. Web. Web, That's yeah. <laughs> the emotion web. That's what we try Expanding. to do here. So let's do uh, on some real shit real quick. Lewis, would you want to go first since you're the guest? Sure. Uh, okay. So on some real shit. So this is something I told both Stephen and Trevor about, but there was this uh, <laughs> Trump rally in Huntington, Huntington Beach. Beach today. Classic. I actually, with the craziest part about it wasn't that like it happened. It was that I received like a notification from just like having the Los Angeles Times on my phone that like was broadcast to like everybody in the LA area who has that like app, yeah, which is yeah, a yeah. lot of people. And then like, they're all going to like, so like, that's like now what everybody's going to know Huntington beach for for a while <laughs> in the whole LA area is this uh, headline because I guess somebody attacked, uh, an, a Trump supporter at a rally with pepper spray, um, with pepper spray, a masked man with a black mask. Sounds like a hero to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I could definitely see how that, how those two things combining made sense in Huntington Beach. That's if, what I would say. If anyone uh, in the in Well, the, I think it's sick that the story is somebody attacked a Trump right. rally yeah. well, as just, opposed to just big Trump rally in Huntington Beach. Yeah, no, that's that that's, that's definitely adds an interesting layer. Um, if anyone in the inner HB circle knows, because this kid, ha- it had to be a kid, right? Not a kid, but in our, uh, someone around somebody our age, possibly. between the ages of 17 and 25, I would say. Yes. Someone <laughs> let us know if you know who it is. Just, just send us a message. I just <laughs> want to not like an official crime report or anything. No, no, no. no I don't no. actually know if he's that old. <laughs> Lewis, this just in. Hey, you've been on an actual <laughs> sounds, crime sounds report. Very police-like. It's just a, a, it's a crazy story because Huntington Beach, very well-known, like suburban. S- Area of Los Angeles, and deep behind the orange curtain, deep, 
Deep is a very harsh character. Well, it's North Orange it's County. Literally, yeah. So, so it's it's like barely. It's on the edge. Okay. I feel like okay. It's on geographically, the edge. yes, but I would never call it. LA ideologically, it's, it's not, deep. No, but it's like you know, it's like kind of close to Long Beach. There's oh, some. <laughs> it's like kind of close to Long Beach. There's some similarities. But anyway, let's not get into the the geopolitical uh, nature. Annex. No, that's what I'm saying. Ideologically, they're deep behind the orange curtain. Ideologically, all right. That's what I meant. Fair point. Uh, okay, well, so anyway. So, you know, it's just crazy because, uh, you know, it's like things have gotten violent before with, like, you know, government stuff, like, uh, you know, Trump type stuff. And so it's interesting that it's, like, uh, passing to, like, the suburbs of Los Angeles, like, in sort of these, like, traditionally very safe communities. And I'm just but honey, pepper just, spray is not violence, it's, though. But it's, like, a, it's, like, it's, it's a weapon. That it's a politi- political violence. Yeah, I mean, is, Huntington uh, Beach is full of Republicans. Danger. It, I guess it is. It seems like way less. To me, maybe I'm just, you know, it's my personal experience, but to me it seems much less conservative than, say, Newport Beach. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily agree. Interesting. There's got to be some cool moms and cool dads out there. You know, there's a lot of fucking. I, there's you know, a lot of dweebs. A dude. lot of Mormons out in Huntington Beach as well. Yes, yeah. They've got a solid nest. You know what I mean? That They... Have a community, and it's a lot of old people. Like people, yeah. you know, they rarely know die off out like there. This, it's the sun. But I see what you're saying. I just hate it. That's why I left because it was too. Yeah. It's like too aggressive. Well, I could yeah, if I, I lived mean. there during this whole Trump shit. I sw- I would have been the guy with the pepper spray, <laughs> and I would have been able to probably get out of there. I feel like I could have like Batmaned my way out of the yeah. situation. There's a video on Facebook also that you didn't mention, of, like of the guy actually getting the shit kicked out of him after he pepper sprayed. Somebody. Oh, rough. We need to watch that after this. But you didn't mention it on this. Oh. So that's what I'm saying is that that video is like pretty brutal too because it's like, yes, this guy did something that's like, you know, in our eyes kind of sick. Morally on on the the right path. On the radar for us. (laughs) And the video is just like him getting the shit kicked out of him and then getting called a faggot as he runs away. So shout out to Huntington Beach. And then there's like, there's actually, it's like a very funny picture because there's a guy with like a Trump flag following. Yeah, running Trump behind him, like flag. still representing, like <laughs> yes. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's in many ways comical, I would say. Yeah, it was on a private beach though, which it was, was uh, the state beach. It was Bolsa Chica, so it wasn't like outside by the pier or anything hardcore. Oh, like so it was like, like you got to pull your Warner yeah, dude, Chica, like yeah. with the Jack in yeah. the Box, classic. They got to go up. They got to you know pull their F one fifties into the parking lot, pay the fifteen Hell dollar yeah. fee, you know, because you can light fires there. They're trying to do a cross branding probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, rare only spot you can light in uh, Southern California a fire on the beach, but yeah, that's pretty crazy actually. You know, Trump supporters. I mean, where else are they gonna burn across? You know, the message of the story is that it's just. I'm wondering if we will actually see. It's interesting to me because, like, I see like people are very upset about the Trump thing, but like, sort of these places that traditionally didn't like Republicans, for example, anyway, like they were all really upset. But like, you know, why would the Republicans care? But then now with uh, suburban people maybe getting upset about this stuff, it could be, it's a, you know, it's a potentially important dichotomy. I, I would say that cities are traditionally, at least in the past 50 years, probably more liberal on waves than suburbs, right? So Right, well, yeah. so that's the crazy, but usually like the violence and stuff, it's like it. Like yeah. Berkeley and yeah. stuff, and it's like... It's like places that are all, places already like traditionally have, liberal, like, so it's like... It's like we like, we already we expect do? that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like it's yeah. not it doesn't it's not going to really affect them in any real way that they feel, but this would. And so that's interesting. You know, might they, might end up positive. That's the whole point. It's like it might 
This might end up Stir being a pot. good thing. Yeah. Hey, I'm with it. Uh, me too. My on some real shit this week is we're moving. We talked about it a little bit up top, but we found a spot. Sad we Boys got Mansion. it, dude. It's going to be sick. We move <laughs> Casa in the de Duende. <laughs> Casa de Duende. Um, we move in roughly on the first. Uh, we found out that we got the spot on the 18th of March or something like that. Yeah. So quick turnaround, but <laughs> it's going to be an empty house. We got for a house. It's going to be like every time you see a Chief Keef music video and it's like <laughs> one GameCube on the ground, a TV, and then like <laughs> a couple of soap boxes and yeah. then every type MG of LaCroix off-road cans. vehicle possible in the garage. <laughs> but Ooh. yeah, it's going to be a trap house for sure. I'm very excited. I'm glad that I'm going to live with Sam and Trevor. I'm so excited. It's something that, you know, I've lived here for three years, so it's something yeah. I've always wanted. You know, I've never had my own bathroom. Yeah, we were talking about that. In my whole yeah. life. Neither have I. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm very excited. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting type of living situation. It's in my area, still locally kind of quiet. Yeah, it's a ten minute walk to school, which I'm super stoked about. Yeah, public transportation all over the Ooh. place. We got food and it's a safe place. It's a quiet place. It's like, you know, you can get some Ingleside, real, baby. It's, it's I've always fucked with it. Ingleside is where I reside. You know I'm all about it. I love it. Alex Gemetti's gonna move down the street. It's He's the gonna have my the, old spot. The eternal neighbor, Alex Gemetti. Yeah, and we're just we're just gonna have a, a chill area where people can come and visit us and not only that but a chill area where we can finally like be ourselves and not waste all this money just going and hanging out at each other's houses yeah because exactly we're all gonna live together and probably never yeah. see sam but i love you baby <laughs> 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 i'm gonna kiss this mic all goddamn day please don't uh, we gotta you. mark it so we know that it's like steven's <laughs> hey please so yeah i'm very excited for that we've got a backyard a lot of disking can happen back there. Yeah, just the three of us got the three bedroom. It's we we got the it's whole a great spot. spot. It's as an outside dining room den. Great. Yeah, we've got more room, space than we know what the fuck to do. A with. bathroom in the garage. You know, three bedrooms. A bathroom upstairs. Bathroom downstairs. Fridge. Beautiful oh, it's, stuff. It's, it's gonna be great. Can't wait. <laughs> Sorry, just given the, the general verbal Craigslist layout here. Yeah, but I'm yeah. excited. If as you guys probably know, it's gonna be a cool experience. The podcast it will definitely definitely help us. Put out a more consistent podcast because sure. we will live together. We'll have a place to host the podcast, and Sam is going to live with us so we can get on his dick about Mixing. making mixes and stuff like that a little bit harder. And yeah, it will be more Woo. creative, creatively stimulating. I to live there. completely agree, and uh, I can't wait. That's the most exciting part. Yeah. So please come through, Sad Boy Studios Mansion, baby, one five five Victoria Lane. Not I'm just kidding. Five. I'm not giving him the exact address, baby. I don't want guys coming on me. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. woof, oh, woof. That's what it yeah. is. Rob. Um, <laughs> that's how Lewis hears it in the streets. Gay men are just going woof, woof. <laughs> Lewis, and he's just like. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited. We're all excited. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Expect to see my mom coming up a little bit more. Um, Hell yeah! And I get a cook. That's gonna be the best part. That's, I'm excited. Yeah, for that. so that am I. So relieving. Yeah, it, relieving. It is <laughs> definitely reliving. <laughs> it is reliving my past. And Trevor, why don't you drop the mic and give up? <laughs> no. <laughs> why don't you drop some on some real shit for us? The last one to go. Uh, yeah, on some real shit. Um, I recently for spring break went back home for a long weekend and it was uh, super nice. But honestly, it feels uh, really good to be back here. It's home now, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I've finally got to the point where San Francisco is like, I can I consider that my like home base, and you know, going back home is just like a weird oh, little wow. vacation where I get to hang out with all my old friends, Smash Nights, all of that. See Andrew. It's it's, it's all nostalgic. It's all a good time. And then uh, I really figured out like four days is like 
probably the perfect amount of time to Good be pocket. there. Yeah. That the last right. time I went was for two weeks. It was entirely <laughs> too much time. I was at like nothing to do for a lot of it. And it just, you know, I wasn't working. So it was just like fucking demoralizing. I was broke. I was like, why the fuck did I do this? Um, but yeah, it's, it's sort of interesting. Just like that shift, like where I really feel like San Francisco is home now. It feels like way more normal to be here than it does back there. And it's, uh, it's just an interesting perspective, and we've got you, we got the news of the new place while you were back home. Yeah, exactly. So that wow. was that was exciting. Yeah, so that probably also jump started you to be like, I just want to get the fuck back. Yeah, there exactly. I need a fucking because we have to start repairing, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be cool though, and I'm glad that you're back as well. Hell yeah, it's uh, it's always yeah. good. Yeah, and Lewis, that's very interesting. Uh, I was just talking to Carla about going I think I used the words going back home and she was like that's interesting like do you still view Ooh. that as your home I I and say going back home to people to demonstrate like people here in San Francisco to like illustrate that I'm going to where I came from but I I consider home here you know what I'm saying right. it's like an express it's more of an expression where, going back home yeah yeah and but for her she thought the distinction that I used that word was like very interesting and then like so she was like oh do you actually consider that more home than your apartment I was thinking about it and it like felt like yes but even though I've lived here for a while you know because you've moved around, I've though, moved around a, little a little bit more bit. maybe that's why yeah but you know I was here for I've I've been I've lived in Palo Alto, California for like at least four and a half years. Yeah, now, that's that's a, nothing to sneeze at. Just a crazy amount. I guess you know it's like I don't know if uh, Stanford counts, but it's like because it's like its own campus culture. Yeah, 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 thing. definitely. But uh, yeah, beautiful. About, yeah, it was just interesting because I had the same conversation with my girlfriend like two days ago about that, and I was like, yeah, it is. I've kind of felt like that. I've had the same experience with Trevor where it took me like three or four times to go home and then all of a sudden I came back and this was home. Uh, the next time yeah. I went, I only went for five days. I saw the people I wanted to see. It was a quick drop-in and that's kind of how I like to keep it. The only time I really go home for an extended period of time would be like in the summer for Comic-Con because it's really nice. I get to go to the beach. Mm -hmm. If I don't go in the ocean at least like four times a year, I think I lose my mind. I think it's just something connected with me. So huh, when I go home, I've got to go to the beach. That's a big thing for me. Michael Armona shouts out big beach boom, goer with boom, Papa Steve. He's got he the he's got the, the towel. Beach. He's got the he's got the boogie boards. You know, we never know. Oh, but we, we body surf. We'll hit Crescent Bay. We'll do all the spots. Got Jump Rock, Huntington, everything. So yeah. I love it, and I feel the very similarly where I just kind of want to come up here and chill in the fog. Yeah. So that's where we agree, and I'm glad that we're all. Yeah. In agreement. <laughs> In agreement, and this is home for all of us. All right, so let's do type five real quick. This is where we ask Lewis five Fun. quick questions, but you know we kind of usually never keep it that quick. This is just a way to get to know Lewis a little bit better. We've had him and his brother on before, but for right now, we want to just ask it's Lewis some questions. All eyes on me. All eyes on you, Tupac. You know that Tupac's getting a biopic called All Eyes on Me? I don't give a shit. Me neither, baby. Nor Who damn. cares? Where's yeah. the Beastie Boys biopic? Anyway, let's get into <laughs> it. So, type five. Lewis, real quick, off the Toppington, I have one quick question for you. Uh huh. Who's your biggest influence? My biggest influence. Like, who, uh, yeah. Like, in the lifetime, I would probably say my mother. Wow, Margie. Yeah, Shout out to Margie. Great answer. She influenced me a lot, especially when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, she's a she's a great woman, powerful woman, loves dogs. Ooh, who doesn't? 
A lot of people like dogs. Yeah, but <laughs> she she is someone that I just know especially really likes dogs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of all kinds, all shapes. She's cool with the cats too. Though she's now. cool with the cats. Yeah, she's. Now a cool that my sister has a cat. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's a good cat. This it's is a, a nice cat. Lewis told me today, which was a very sad conversation, but he is like, every day I think I'm going to go home, I'm afraid my dog's going to die. Oh, oh, fuck. And Lacey's still kicking, baby. I was yeah, in the yeah, room. Last when time I was there, she was... Yeah. Me and Michael had to go and find out that she had to get put down. And me and Michael dealt with that like feeling for an hour before she was okay. Yeah. Damn. What? She yeah, survived. The, I went to the vet, and the vet was... I was with Michael. We were playing Pokemon Go. We were like, oh, we got to take Lacey to the vet. Fun. Like, day out with Lacey. And then he was like, she needs to get put to sleep. You might be able to extend it for two weeks so people could say goodbye. And Michael called Lewis's mom. They were like, who's a strong, powerful one? We're on our way home right now. We're leaving early. They flew all the way back the next day. Lacey ended up being fine. She's still alive, obviously. This still is like six months ago. Somehow. This is when Pokemon Go she's was on a her thing. Last so like limb, last year. She's still kicking. And yeah, and I'm glad you're going to get to see her. But Hopefully. It's kind of like how Kiki was for me, which we will get into because Corey Newton will be on the podcast next week. But it is, you never know if that's going to be the last time you say goodbye. But you don't know that with anybody. My dad dad is always like, tell everybody that you do care about that you love them before you leave because you never know if that's going to be the last time you see them. I'm not allowed to hang up the phone with my mom unless we say we love each other. I was actually in Safeway today with Lewis and I like yelled at my mom. I was like, you got to tell me you love me. Damn. It was nice. It was, but you know, it, it, it was a good yell. It wasn't like, fuck you, mom. Sure. Tell me you love me. <laughs> Which, you know, has happened before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and another quick question for you, Lewis, um, yeah. on the type five. What is your favorite vegetarian dish? You are a vegetarian. I am a vegetarian. And I am interested Recent to know. vegetarian, like, but yeah. It's been like over a year. It's been over a year. So what yeah. is your favorite like dish? If you, you know, from any culture, anything like that, what favorite? is something that you would go out and pay money to get? Okay. Not cook at home, because I know you're a fan of bell peppers and all that shit. Yeah, I just had a very bell pepper heavy breakfast. I told breakfast you about that it. You, you, you warned me of, and it really was quite a bit more than I expected, nonetheless. I know, bell my dishes. It's just, you know, it's, it's difficult, because it's like a bell pepper produces a lot of bell pepper-like chops. Yeah, yeah, but also bell peppers are, I mean, just like any like vegetable. Like a tomato, if you like cook it, it's you know? like all the... Tomatoes give you way less. I love a tomato, baby. No, I know. But oh yeah, yeah. They give you way less. I really love sandwiches, so it would probably be something oh, yeah. from a like village cheese shop type place. That's a place in Palo Alto sells pretty good sandwiches. I would say you you're you're not one to go vegan because you love I cheese. I love so much. cheese, and I do. Yeah, it's just cheese actually at this point. Yeah, you're on the almond milk game, right? I drink almond milk. Yeah, sweetened, unsweetened. Unsweetened, I believe. Carla buys it, so Carla, my you gotta get girlfriend. the unsweetened. Uh, really? I mean, I, I, I like I the unsweetened. It's unsweetened is already like sweetened. It's not like yeah, it's not yeah, sweet. yeah. <laughs> That's what that that's sweetness. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a favorite item at Trader Joe's? This is kind of a, a crazy. Yeah, side for sure. It's recurring. hands down. That's a, this is a slam dunk. It's the uh, Hawaiian uh, salt and vinegar chips for sure. Oh wow! That's I gotta the, get on those. That's <laughs> see, I find out something new <laughs> about Trader Joe's every day. It's like one dollar, maybe one fifty, and then you know you get a nice big old bag of chips that you can feel like bad about yourself later. <laughs> yeah, I've been. Uh, you're gonna really get mad at me. This is the last thing we'll talk about. Oh, Trader Joe's. But went to Trader Joe's the other day. Walked in. What do I see? What's he see? Tell me, baby. A big old jug of sparkling lime water, <laughs> and I purchased it. Why would I be mad? 
because I'm so I'm so publicly against sparkling water, but I was like, let's try it. <laughs> I am publicly against it. I will bash. You, you are a bit of a, a hater. I am yeah, a, a hater. I mean, that's a, it's like being proud of a shitty opinion. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 that's fair. Yeah, but yeah. I've kind of crossed over. I had I bought a couple of bottles last night, you know, oh, popped, it. popped it. Are you in the club? Uh, I don't know. I will never. Yeah, this is music to my ears, it's baby. you got to be in the club <laughs> soda. <laughs> Tonic water game. Seltzer water, as people I like need, to call it. I need a hint of something. I'm definitely not just going to drink it raw right. dog, but, you know. But that's I, the, exactly. The lime and lemon flavors really just. That's all I need. Lo- so lemon good. is much better than lime. Really? Is that's that a hot take? That's an opinion. That's an opinion. So. Is that a hot take? <laughs> what about what about the orange? I see the citrus, and you know citrus mm, is no, my mistress. Orange could be so good. Orange is kind of out there. Sucks. It's by far really? the worst. All right, flavor. I'll stay away. It's lemon. Orange. It's lemon all day. All it's right. A, and then the berry flavor actually can be. Uh, I'm not a berry guy. No. It's too. It's too artificial. Yeah. It's. I see what you're saying there. Because yeah. that's true. <laughs> Guys, this has been Sparkle Talk with the boys. Um, I'm currently sipping on that Pamplemousse Lacroix. Pamplemousse. I'm personally like a that big. Word. Uh, I used to be a big Trader Joe's guy, and but then Carla got a car, and so now we go to Costco. Uh, oh, wow. Then it's game over. Now yeah. they have the, these like large 28 packs of individual mm. bottles that I feel really shitty about because it's like a lot of plastic. You know? Yeah. When my mom comes up, we should use an abuser for the Costco. Because I used to get the leader <laughs> bottles. <laughs> sure. I used to get the liter bottles at Trader Joe's. Yeah, that's what I... It's it's bigger than the one that I drank out of earlier today. Love it. Thanks for the Trader Joe's talk. I'm a big fan of Trader Joe's talk. TJ talk. Hey, that's... (laughs) You know, we we need to just have a segment every week where we're like, tell us your your hidden thing, because I've got nothing but great hits from Trader Joe's, which I don't want to That's the thing, dude. It's hard to find misses. Yeah, it's hard to find misses, but it's like... It's a very well-controlled environment. Yeah, when you find a good one, it's like, yo, we got to pass this one on. Trevor. You got a question that you'd like to ask, Sweet Lou? Yes, baby. Oh. So, Sweet Lou. So, you did some research on the dark web. I just oh, love yes. to ask you about that. That's super interesting to oh, me. Oh, uh, sure, what? sure, sure. Okay. So, like, the idea was like, so I'm training to get a PhD in economics at the moment. This is my, I'm just about two thirds of the way done through my first year. And, um, so I had to do this research project that I'm pretty excited about. I mean, you know, it's just like, it's like for a class. So it's not, yeah. you know, it might be nothing, but uh, it's like studying kind of the role of communication in the dark net. Can you explain what the dark net is to people that oh, might not know? There's a, this is something unlike Dick Cheney that I feel like people should be <laughs> ignorant about. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's no problem. So the dark net is uh, just basically this like section of the internet. That has like instead of dot com at the end or something, they have dot onion and dot onion domains are only accessible via the Tor network, which is like this like routing service where you scramble the data that you're sending up and down with other people so that people don't know where it's coming from, uh, like governments or like private organizations or something. Yeah. Uh, and then it basically they just sell, you know, illegal substances, drugs, and people, uh, People no services actually blocked on a lot of the major ones. Oh yeah, yeah. they sell. Drugs. There's like some. So they have their own like moral codes. They have these this like pseudo moral code. Yeah, I would describe it like like that. child yeah. porn and stuff like that too. It's the no, dark. that's the other one that's like almost always banned. There's a, there's like one market that sells that, but they mostly sell like drugs and like as long as you. I guess we, I guess weapons are somewhat common. Weapons, they're they're yeah. kind of expensive, and you know it's a, it's like a, that's like kind of a step up. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then there's yeah cr- a lot of credit card fraud actually a oh, lot the of scam- yeah. Yeah. scamming Maybe services scam- are available that's got to be probably honestly possibly the most common thing 
on wow. there. It depends. If you classify like drugs as a whole group, then drugs are the most popular. Yeah, for like sure. without a doubt. And then it'd probably be credit card fraud. Uh, I've known people that have bought drugs off of the. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. You know, I, I it, it felt like a, a very common part of our culture growing up. Uh, not like common part, but like it. I feel like everybody knew somebody who had done that or something. So that was like kind of part of the reason that I originally like even found out about it and got interested did and because it's like it's like a very cool environment because like you know in like economics it's like <laughs> studying the way people interact with each other but like you know doing it with math and so it's like very difficult to measure that in the real world but here it's like this place where there's no rules like everything's kind of like a vacuum it's like the black market it's like it's it's the black market and it but it's a black market but it's like you know it's like observable because yeah exactly like the internet is like storing you know you can just like download the html of something every day and then like you have a kind of complete record of like unstructured data that has everything that you could ever want to know about it because that's literally like the only the idea is that's the only thing anybody can see about these markets like you can't find out secondhand that this guy sells like dope drugs or something on the market you have to like rely on the text because it's like criminal in nature like there's not like it's not like there's a lot of person-to-person interaction on it. So, right. And that's the only place where they'll like publish stuff. So you can like perfectly observe basically how informed the consumer is. So your paper was basically researching the ups and downs of the market, essentially? It was basically looking at how important communication is to driving market demand, like how much people want to buy products. Uh, so like I used, I used measures of all the like text going on in the marketplace. Um, like kind of on the forums in particular. Uh, so it was like customer reviews, like Amazon and stuff, and then like forums, like like Reddit or something, like mm-hmm. something similar like that. It's not Reddit, but it's like a, a, a forum on the dark web. Uh, and so, yeah, just studying like whether people care if you're saying like positive or negative things about sellers on the internet. Yeah. Whether that matters and particularly like what's the difference between customer reviews and like forum posts, which are like kind of made by anybody, could, anybody could impersonate anybody in those forum posts. Like, do people actually view this as a valuable, like, thing to have? And the answer is unequivocally yes, according to my research. And <laughs> where, could people, where could where could people find this research? Just oh, if they uh, wanted to look at it, you could plug it at plug the end it too. But we'll I plug it at the end. It's like a, it's like just my personal. It's like Stanford gives you a little website page, and so I just have a, a, a drop it. A, 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 can you just like link it in the in the notes? I'll link it. Yeah, but link it's like stanford.edu. Web.stanford.edu slash tilde Larmona. Yeah, I'll put that in the link yeah. in the description so you guys can find it if you want to check it out. So that's yeah, but anyway, it's a really neat. It's, I just thought that was super you know, interesting. I, we were talking I, I spent about a it. lot of time on it. It's basically what I was spending most of my the second half of my quarter doing, and I'd already spent quite a bit the first quarter. You've doing been it. doing. I've been doing. You've been this researching it for a while. Yeah. Since I went to visit you in New York the first year in Bedstein. Well, that was a little. Well, but I kind of took a break, but yeah, 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 like that was kind of you're like still the initial, mining it. Like that was for something else actually. I did do a separate project. Oh wow. That. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's all. <laughs> on my, it's all on the website, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All about the dark. <laughs> you haven't been checking up enough. Trevor, yeah, just as the person that uh, no, it's like super I, I interesting. love like just learning about like subcultures and it's right. Like it's sort just of that inter- whole nature of things. It's just like yeah, yeah. It's just like interesting that like that sort of these guys. It's very interesting that these guys can figure out how to make the market like work well because it does work well. Even though like at any point in time anybody can like scam you and like there's no 
like law enforcing like anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like also anonymous people on the internet. Like, are you gonna really give a fuck if you like rip somebody off? Like, yeah, no, definitely not. Like, I've definitely heard of yeah. people getting just like a sheet of paper sent to their house and they thought it was a bunch of LSD. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's very, it's it's a very interesting yeah. uh, space to operate research <laughs> to research. Also, I think it's just, it's a you know. Do you have another question? Yeah. Yeah, So, and then a follow up to that. Uh, So, I've always just been interested in. We have already talked about you're doing your PhD uh, at Stanford right now, and I just wanted to know why. What led you to pursuing uh, sort of postgraduate education? What's why economics is maybe a sub question of that, and like, what do you? What's your? What's your plan? I'm, I'm just like super interested as someone that's trying to figure out my life in undergrad school right now dude it's just like i don't know interesting to see somebody that's like a couple of steps ahead of me oh as far as that line goes and uh yeah so what's it like to do or like why what made you want to decide to do to pursue your phd okay this is a very easy question thank you trevor i appreciate it Uh, yeah yeah yeah. so i was very lucky to get an ra ship with a professor at stanford when i was a Second year, it's actually kind of a funny story. It was, uh, I had nothing to do at Stanford. There was kind of quite a bit of pressure to have something to do during your summers as like internships. It was like kind of, you know, they're a little pretentious. They're a little high and mighty. Yeah. So if like you don't have that, it's, uh, it's kind of viewed as a very bad signal. And I was kind of scrambling and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And, you know, I saw there was a position for being an RA at the econ department and I didn't, I I like found out about it 10 days after the applications were due. And then I intercepted a professor who I had taken a class with, who I knew I had taken a class with. And like, you know, I had talked enough with him like during the class because it was like a seminar type class uh, that I just went up to him and intercepted him on his way to lunch and then asked him if he needed an RA or whether I could like just directly apply to you through it. Um, and he's just asked me, he asked me how I did in my stats class. And then he said, yeah, right there. <laughs> like he, like I, he had no idea some guy was going to go ask him for a job. Yeah. And he just decided within 10 seconds, 15 seconds. It was pretty crazy. It was, and you know, it changed my life. I'm very grateful to this man, Frank. Wow. So that led to you wanting to do. Yeah. So then I was an RA for him and I really liked it. And then I found out that you can go study for five more years and they'll, you know, they'll pay you if you, you know, get into a a school with sufficient resources. And, uh, yeah, then I just, you also get, you, uh, also kind of get a pretty decent job after if you know i really liked it that was the difference i really liked doing research and i'm like wow i could get paid to just do research that it was like that right that's i really enjoy the process yeah really like a very and then i found out like you know like can result in tenure you know you can get tenure in at universities and like like just doing research or yeah, well, you teach. would have to teach. Okay, so you want to typically teach. Ec- yeah, that's what you want. Economists at like schools are, are often hired for the purpose of research, and nobody really cares if they can teach. It's sure. Like the main product of interest is the research. Damn. People usually don't like teaching. Yeah. <laughs> I I I love teaching, but that's yeah. that's me. 
let's do the last question in type five. We've already asked you where you'd want to be in 23 hours if you were going to die in 24. So I want to ask you just a couple of fun, classic comedy bang, 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 bang. <laughs> would you rather? I hear the horns. So would you rather make sweet, passionate love to a sycamore tree or direct an all kangaroo shot for shot remake of E.T.? <laughs> also a slam dunk <laughs> kangaroo. That seems like a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah, that seems like a lot more fun. a slam. I mean, slam and lam and Does a sycamore have a lot of holes in it? A sickle I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck a sycamore. I know what a sycamore looks like. Kangaroo is. I just know it's a type of tree. I don't know what an actual sycamore looks like. I could not. Plant nerds, hit us up. Point it out in a lineup. Slide in my DMs. I, I, I would probably just remake E.T. for fun with any sort of animal. Kangaroos. Kangaroos seem probably interesting. not the easiest animal to work with. Not but the easiest, but like they're pretty high up there on like cuteness scale. Yeah. Like for sure. I would they're, love to. They're scary that, too. That they're, they're yeah. They're no so there's a little bit of danger yeah. involved. It's exciting. <laughs> for sure. Kangaroos. I mean, if you put prop, prosthetic makeup on it, made them look like E.T., that would be a pretty funny uh, whole ordeal too. <laughs> It'd have to be a little baby Joey E.T. Instead of like riding the bike, he like just jumps with like the E.T. in his belly and like just goes and flies across the moon. <laughs> Yeah, all right. We got it, baby. We got it. We got like a script by the end yeah. of the week. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Uh, so let's get into the questions that you guys sent in. You can always submit questions at twobrokefortherapy.com slash submit. This question comes from Pasta Pastor. All right. Sick Real name. name. Good, good submission. Subject is friendship is a bitch. I've had a rough time dealing with depression and I sometimes become sort of a shut-in and it's tough for my friends sometimes because they think I just bail on them all the time or I don't want to see them and I don't know what to say to my friends to help them understand what is wrong with me. So I fear they may give up one day and stop inviting me out and stop talking to me altogether. What should I do to help them understand? Am I doomed to be friendless? Thanks again. Big fan of the pod and big fan of the two of you. Forever. Aww. Friendless pasta. And it's a pasta emoji and a frowny face lovely <laughs> at the bottom yeah i guess if you are dealing with depression and stuff the best option i would say is just be honest i mean that's something that me trevor and sam definitely practice and i know you know if i'm upset about anything i'll call lewis as well it's just be open about it don't just hide in your room or try to say like oh i'm busy or i don't want to hang out tonight because that's yeah. you're not being honest a friendship group is all about being honest and if you are feeling something who else better than your friends to help you get through it yeah and as somebody I, I have felt similar to the person asking this question before. I would say we all have. Yeah, like, exactly. You, yeah, us, like, that's, yeah, but um, there's a certain amount of responsibility you have to take for being a flaky person. Like, even if you are depressed, like, you yeah. got to stop making these plans in the first place and canceling on them. You got to know that you're, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's very easy to be, like, you know, to have callbacks, some social anxiety right before you go out because you're depressed, cancel, and then be worried that you're being a shitty friend and it's like, yeah, you're depressed and that's your excuse, but you kind of are and you got to limit that as much as you can. You have to, yeah, be real and when you do cancel, like, talk about why. Like, I, I literally can't go outside tonight. I'm too fucked up because blah, 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 broke up with me, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, and that's fine, but you also have to, like, uh, just because you're depressed and everything uh, is about you, you still have to consider how you're treating the people that are closest to you. And I think, um, sorry, let me see if I broke out. Um, and I think if you are consistently worried about 
your friends not inviting to hang out with you. I don't think that that's something that friends do. I think if you get further and further away, real friends will probably be more and more curious to why that's happening. Oh, also, absolutely, yeah. You know, they are going to keep inviting you out. It's not like they don't want you to be there or else they wouldn't invite you or include you anyway, right? And that's something that you might be worried about. But at the same time, friends don't just dip out on people because they aren't hanging out. You know, sometimes that's the biggest reason why it might push them to actually sh- show some sign of them caring like more deeply about you, which could actually help you pull yourself out of the hole. Yeah, baby. You got to have a support system. A support system is very important. And if you don't have your friends or family, you know, you always have somebody close to you that you can at least tell most of your problems to. And if you fear losing that, then you're going to have nobody. So you might as well be honest to the people that you can be honest with while you can. Yeah, I would say from my perspective that it seems like, you know, that's like, you know, that sounds like a very difficult situation. Um, I would say that, you know, if you're kind of not, I've, I've, I've been on either end of that sort of relationship you're talking about, as they've mentioned. Uh, and I would say that, you know, as long as sort of, I mean, I think it's okay kind of to like kind of just go under the radar for a while. And I feel like as long as you like make a genuine effort, to contact them maybe after an extended period of time, unless things like ended really poorly uh, since the last time you talked to them. Like I feel like people will respond to that genuine effort as long as it's like you taking the initiative and kind of planning things and stuff like kind of, you know, or at least for me, I feel like that would be a very genuine effort that, you know, would be like, I, you know, forgivable or whatever. Yeah. I think, Honesty is the best policy. Communication with it. 100% agree. Communication, whether it's friends, girlfriends, parents, anything. Like, if you're going through something or if you have a problem, you might as well just talk to somebody about it. It's not better to let it rack around in your head. That's how you can get social anxiety. That's how you could fear your friends leaving you is because it, you're, it's unknown. It's uncertain. And you aren't willing to open yourself up about it. And that's usually the best way to get out of depression is just communicating with others and that's probably our biggest advice to you pasta yes, pastor 100%. you know talk to the lord if you must because you are a, pa- a pastor of pasta you know the s- the spaghetti lord pope marinara. lord marinara <laughs> lord young and pope that's actually the next person who asked the next question but <laughs> really? we'll get to that in a second yeah <laughs> but that's our biggest advice just be honest yeah. find one friend at least that you could talk to i mean i feel like you probably have plenty that you can talk to especially if you have people asking you to hang out all the time which great for you i'm sure you're a young person don't be afraid of depression everyone goes through it mm-hmm. and you could be 14 and be going through something really heavy and that might be a time where oh i don't want to tell anybody because i don't want them to think i'm a little baby but we're all little, we're babies. All little babies we're all little babies tell anybody yes. i could be a 45 year old man and i'll you know I'm talk to be someone. a little baby i'm, I'm always going to be a little baby so speaking of little babies who likes to touch babies? Catholic people. This next question comes from <laughs> the young pope. The subject is following. Shouts out to the young pope. Didn't finish that HBO series. No, I watched the first episode. I was like, nah. <laughs> oh, it, did it like tail off? Or what? I don't know. I, that's the thing is I don't know. <laughs> it never hooked me. Never hooked me, yeah. So the subject is following and the message is, this is the last question that we'll ask because I actually really like this question. I feel like we can rant quite a bit, so I want to be able to Ooh. cap it. I recently started dating a girl with a large Instagram following, and it was a great claim that my lady was basically Instagram famous, but then it became a problem. Let's just say it sucks seeing tons of people comment on her pictures, and I feel like at some point she might find a guy more Instagram famous than me. I guess my question is for the gang, could you date a person with a large social media following? Could be other than Instagram. Just a few thoughts off top. Number one, um, I think it's hella lame to think it's a sick claim 
yeah, that no, 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 somebody that's a, has a large yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah. following. So oh, first of all, not 10, to 000. shit on you, uh, ask her of this question, but you gotta, that's, you got some priority issues there. Uh, second of all, I really hope that your problem with this person having a large following is your own insecurities that like she might find someone better than you over the fact that like the internet's a big place my quick thought is that i would say you know if someone has a large instagram following i'm sure they worked kind of hard to get it i don't know what kind of pictures that this person is posting or anything to gain the following but you know let them cook like god i'm yeah, sure that's something like, that they enjoy like it's not that having a lot of people following you on instagram is something that people are like you know oh yeah i fucking love it but people do like actually like it and it's a platform that they can use to Maybe get a job one day. Maybe do anything like that. So. Yeah. You have to understand that, like, obviously your problem with this is that you're insecure and not that they're a bad person because they have a large Instagram And this following. is coming from a couple of insecure guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we, well, like, we, we are aware at least. Yeah. And I think that, you know, just the fact, like Trevor said, that you said, you know, what if she finds somebody else? Or that that's a real problem, and I and I feel that because like yeah, if, if your girlfriend has a lot of attention from other guys, then it's like, well, fuck it, dude. Like I'm a piece. I'm 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 a little scumbag. What if Prince Charming shows up and then she just wants to you know change teams? And that's like, I mean, a delusion. But like, it's like a I can see that being like a I want to. I can see myself getting sucked up in that sort of train of thought. So mm. like, I feel that. But like. Because you could just be a normal guy, like, you know, have 100 to 350 followers. That's yeah, a exactly. normal 20-something-year-old range of people to have following and you. If, and if, like, having a person that's under a lot of attention is not, like, an issue you want to deal with, then you're fine. And that's fine, and I, I probably agree with you on that. But, like, just principle itself that my girlfriend has a lot of Instagram followers, that shouldn't matter. I don't think that that should matter either. I'm interested to know Lewis's number one economic brain on this but real quick I also really want to say that I don't know this is maybe just a problem with me I don't know how long they've been dating but I wonder if she's posted a photo of, of them. the young Pope yeah that's the thing that's a big move if you've been dating for maybe six months and there's no sign of you on a page whether it's like a professional model page or anything like that Interesting. like that is a little thought provoking in my head of like why doesn't she like to flex me? Not like flex me, but like, right. you know, you why isn't like, she, yeah, you know, I'm her boyfriend. Where, where's the love for me? They, that's why, you know, do they know? Do the, I know that she's got tons of followers, but does she, do they know that she's got a man's? True. Very interesting. I kind of feel like even if that was the case, he could still kind of suffer. Like he could be worried enough about it that like the presumably the guy doesn't, who's like hitting on her or whatever doesn't like care that yeah. she's dating somebody. And then like, he's really, you know, I think part of the insecurity is not like being in danger, right. but it's like, it's uh, not like other men grabbing her. It's like, he doesn't really feel like she cares enough about him or and his attention. I'm sure. Like, it sounds like something where like, he's kind of maybe this is me kind of um, projecting myself onto other people. But like, he, he's what we of, do here. He's kind of worried. He constantly maybe asks her something about this issue, and then she's like, kind of like, "Oh, don't worry about it," or something. And like for him, it's not like a secu in something secure enough. Like he thinks in the communication, he's not sure about her commitment. Basically, yeah. is what I'm saying. And you're talking about in the lack of communication. That is, and so yes, yes, the lack of communication. Yeah, yeah, the lack. I mean, it could be various things. It doesn't have to be the lack of communication. 
my my advice i don't want to be a personal sp- spend thing. too much time so i just want to wrap up my thoughts i think you should let whoever you're dating cook with whatever they're working with i think yeah for sure i yeah, don't think if it. you dated her and she already had that following it's not like she you know did something to gain it while she was with you like you knew what you're getting yourself into the claim thing is like you obviously knew ahead of time that she had some sort of a following if you know you're like oh well, maybe s- not sick well we don't know but maybe not well he says like you know i thought it was a sick claim that i could like mm-hmm. say this but at the same time it's like you know let her let her do her thing yeah Women's i think rights. we're all we're all trying to say is it's it's a bit uh like symptomatic of something else yeah yeah, and I would like other stuff going on underneath this sort of social media thing. But my advice to you would be just like what Lewis said is maybe have a conversation, maybe be like, you know, I'm just curious to know what your end right. goal here is. Or like, you know, What's if we're on? dating, like, have you ever like <laughs> tagged <laughs> me? Where's my, where's my <laughs> followers, babe? I need to gain some clout. But, you know, I think that if you're, off balance on the scale of how many people uh, are following her, I just think that you just need to chill out for a second, let her do her thing. If she seems committed to you and you feel that in person, that's way more real than any connection you would have over yeah. the internet. A like from some creepy dude in Savannah, Georgia that's like, nice fucking toes is not going to like surpass you holding her hand or opening a door for her. Bang. If it's some real shit. If it's some real shit. Yeah. If if she's just like, oh, can you take a photo of me in front of this wall? You might be fucked. <laughs> huh. Cool. Anyone? I said it. On Bang. some real shit. Oh, no. We're done with that. <laughs> yeah. So that was questions. Thank you, the young pope. Thank you, pasta pastor. Thank you, pasta pastor. pastor! <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty good. I love you all. We all love you. So let's get out of here, guys. Let's do some plugs. Let's, get let's uh, do some recommendations before that, and then we'll get into a fresh Xander Wave mix that I know he's had sitting in a crock pot for yeah. a week <laughs> waiting for cooking. us to use it. So Woo. let's do some recommendations. What has helped you guys get through the week? Trevor, Lewis, and myself are about to give you guys some cool things to check out. So, Lewis, why don't you start us off real quick? Yeah, no problem. So I just, you know, it hasn't really particularly, I mean, in ways it's helped me this week, but in general, it's helped me this quarter and helped me in my entire life is open source software, guys. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's just uh, open source software is like a type of software that you can have for your computers that's free, kind of very transparent. You You know everything that's going on. It's like very universal in its compatibility. And, you know, at times it can make your computer even run faster. And, you know, because... People like Microsoft and Apple aren't just, you know, trying to, like, turn you into money fountains. Um, So I would say, like, open source software has really helped me this quarter because it's, like, very useful for research stuff. And it's just, you know, it's, like, it's additional costs and, like, also, like, kind of putting you back in control. How would you find this? What are you talking? Is this, like, a Linux Oh, sure. So... To specifically, you know, Linux has been just a great thing for me to transition to. It's an operating system. Yeah, it's just been something that's been really influential in my life. I really care a lot about it. And I was just, I just found myself being super thankful, like, this week when I was, like, doing some, like, heavy stuff on my computer. Like, I had this resource. And furthermore, like, I wasn't paying, like, some sort of, like, license or something to just, like, keep using this thing that's, like, that can be publicly provided for free. It's very empowering, I would say. I love it. Very concise. T-Pow, any, any recommendations? Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, just off top, shouts out to New Order. 
I had a very emotional moment listening to Ceremony in my car driving down PCH when I was back home this week. Yeah. Um, Jarrett came over the other week and played a bunch of it. Hell yeah. That's that's all I got. Shouts out to New Order. Shouts out to New Order. My recommendation is, guys, I finally gave in and made a vlog. You guys can check it out at the YouTube channel, Too Broke for Therapy, but it's called Freshly Baked. It's a way for me to practice my new editing software and try to get on top of that, but for the most part, it's just me and the guys and whoever we're with that day hanging out, filming whatever we're eating, and you know, just trying to have a good time. I'm trying to f- put together the skills I need to make a short by the end of the year, hopefully, and I need to be able to have the editing software down like the back of my hand, and I've recently switched over from Final Cut to Adobe Premiere, and it's a learning curve, so... I recently used that. Yeah, so the benefit of that is I can basically learn everything on YouTube, which is a great tool, but not only that, the fact that I'm learning so fast and that even like editing the podcast on there and the vlogs on there like has become faster and faster and I'm seeing the product, especially by uploading a video every week and seeing how better, how much better I've gotten over time um, will really help me kind of catalog how comfortable I am with the program and lead to a bigger thing. But for now, we're just fucking around. It's fun. It's just like, watch it if you want to. I don't really care. I'm not really, you know, throwing it on Facebook and trying to get a bunch of people to watch it. I'm just posting it on Twitter and Instagram every once in a while. And yeah, check it out. Two Broke for Therapy yeah. on YouTube. They're and great. Yeah, thank you. And they've God. both been in episodes and, you know, I've actually had a lot of good feedback over the past couple of weeks and I've definitely had a couple of people being like, yo, I should, we should do this or we should do that. And I'm kind of interested to hear other people's ideas or where they want to take me to go and get food is super cool. Like Ooh. RJ wants to go get Filipino food, That's all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's a great uh, excuse hang out with people and get it, some dang food exactly yeah, yeah. and I, I know it can kind of feel forceful with the camera sometimes and I'm trying to make it like less intrusive as I can and yeah it's fun I'm, I'm thank you guys for all the positive feedback on that and other than the podcast which is coming back and stuff like that I just recommend if you have a movie that you like or a piece of art or anything that you you know care about in your life and you have some form of a significant other or somebody that you're interested in definitely try to share Something like that. Give exposure because I think it's interesting to care about something so much and share that with somebody that you might care about as well. And I think that that can kind of create the best memories. I am a big fan of that always. And I think that if you're in a relationship or in a blossoming one, try it out. I don't think it could lead to anything but good. And yeah. And for plugs, just to start off, you guys could always listen to the podcast at twobrokefortherapy.com. You could always subscribe, as you probably already do, on iTunes. And please uh, recommend, leave us a comment, leave us a star rating. It all helps the publicity of the show. You guys could always submit questions at twobrokefortherapy.com backslash submit. You guys could follow the podcast on Twitter at TBFT Podcast. Yeah, baby. And you could follow us on Instagram at T00Broke. You can find all the people that we've had on the episodes past and previous so both <laughs> oh, yeah. in the followers section the only people we follow on that page are people that we've had on the show before so definitely come through check it out uh, new Two Broke for Therapies coming out this is going to be a renaissance era of us all living together and we hope to yeah. pump out the best I don't even want to say content or art but the best stuff that we can make and I think that this is going to be the first time where we can really cater to that sure I'm excited and you it's guys can follow me at Stephen Baker 8 on Twitter Stephen as like with a ph baker as, as in the in profession an eight as in the number and you can always follow me on instagram at dat mcfly d-a-t-m-c-f-l-y trevor yep it's your boy lionel huts instagram alf pogs six simpsons reference thanks buddy uh twitter go fuck yourself
Oh, that's a. I can't believe you got that at. Yeah. Yo, Bart Scawson. Scobson and Scobson, yeah, the Portlandia. There you go, the original rude boy. You know, shout out to Ska. That's that's another plug. Just plug Ska. Just listen to some Catch Twenty Two today. There we go, Lewis. Yeah, man. So you can find me on Twitter at Luis L U I S underscore Armona A R M O N A. I have a website if you're interested in learning about this. Darknet research or something. A lot of graphs. Stuff I study. There's some graphs. A lot of tables. Too many tables, I think. But yeah, a lot forty-two of, pages. We should have more. It's a, it's it's a longie for sure. Uh, that's what they call it in in <laughs> the, PhD the, uh, program. In, in the, the guys, in the we want you to write a longie this time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's at web.stanford.edu slash tilde armona l armona. I'm sorry. So slash tilde l armona. Tilde is in like that's a tilde. squiggly, like a squiggly. Okay, that's the squiggly. Cool. I squiggly. Sure. Sign, I wanted to confirm. Yeah. Um, right next to your one button, usually. Beautiful, Lewis. Thank yes. you for being on the episode. I'm glad Thanks. to have you on. Yeah, baby. We, we will have oh, you on. Nice. I'm sure in the future. So short though. So short. I mean, it's an hour and eighteen. <laughs> hour and eighteen. Felt short. Gets cut to like. As always, we're gonna end the show with a very special mix mash, a monster mash, if you will, of the hottest and top I forty songs from our boy Zonderway. Yeah, what's we're, we're hitting. We're hitting. Flow Rida, Pitbull. We're playing only the These hits. These are top 40 hits from like 2009. No, I <laughs> yeah. need to update your references. Oh, the top 40 hits. <laughs> but Young Xanderwave. BBC, Radio 1. He's here. He's in the mix. We can anyway. hear him. I'm so lost in this beautiful trance music, this beautiful stuff he's this playing. trance I'm, I'm, I'm all the way. I'm gone. I'm already in the mix, guys. We'll find us in the mix next week. We will see you soon. New episodes coming. We're going to move. We're going to be busy, but we're going to try to Hot get everything content. out. Hot content. Yes. Come and take For your head top, so watch how you speak on my name. Yeah, no? Uh, thanks. I think that's a Drake reference. I love yes. you guys. Shout out to Sam. Uh, Xander Wave. Blah, 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 blah. Tuber for there. Bang, bang.
I might just blast them out the same night and just, you know, not even Instagram about it. Yeah. Just have them on, this, on the web since yeah. they're not current, you know? I've been blasting things out at night as well. What? Huh? What did you say? So you... I've been blasting things out at night as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Like what? 
My dick. Oh, blasting out your dick. <laughs> I've been blasting out my dick for years. Um, don't don't keep that in the intro. <laughs>